And welcome to Geek to Geek, a free uh, free for all podcast. A free Maybe. for all. Fr- I mean, it is free. A free, free for free for all. Yeah, it's free. podcast. Uh, I'm your host Trey Elliott, filling in for Evan Swafford, the fun host. Joining me as always, Josh Barnett. You're not as fun. I'm not, but it's okay. I'm a bit of a wet blanket, some would say. Uh, Chuck, now he's here. These violent delights. Yep, I'm violent ends. <laughs> I almost posted it as my status right afterward, and then like. Within the next day, I saw like forty of my friends that have done. It's that. played yeah. at this point, but it's I mean, still an awesome. Yeah, no, on, not on our. You don't get introduced, Eric. I'm sorry. Chuck decided to start the show like an asshole, so <laughs> now I, I can't introduce Eric, and therefore Eric cannot speak. So thanks for coming, Eric. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is attempting to turn off your mic. I decided not to. That's he was good. he was flicking that bean though. That's was. For sure. he, was like, he was getting up in it. Turn it on, girl. Uh, <laughs> oh god, that's an image I didn't want. Uh, yeah. Eric Crane's here, back again. Hello. That was sensual. What just happened? A little, a little breathy, breathy. <laughs> I, I'm in it today. That old breathy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> breathy Eric. That's what we call him. Please don't. Oh shit. Uh, Used to be bre- wheezy Eric, but then he got his health and Now he's just breathy. Holy shit. Oh, that was really funny. Mm. Hey, so Westworld is a show on HBO. Goddamn right it is. Can I talk Can about the 800-pound gorilla in the room real quick? <laughs> Maeve's nipples were weird, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're not alone in that okay. one. She her, was super hot, but her nipples what were weird. Call, what yeah. do you call, like, the Ariola? outside? Yeah. She had, like, no, that's normally... the little mermaid, dude. Come on. <laughs> Uh, Her aerials were weird. That's a different movie now. There it is. <laughs> that's a different movie now. She had very like tall aerials. <laughs> it was. I believe they're raised. <laughs> they're a raised aerial. No, but like you know, obviously, like the center part of the nipple often gets hard on yeah. many ladies. Yeah. But like she had that. And then, like, mm-hmm. a second. Yes. It was she like had a, a blasting like a baby cap bottle. on the end of her tip. She, it was, like, true Mother Nature. She had a baby bottle. Are like, you just yeah. talking about, right on the the end. Fact, like, puffy nipples? That's what they were. Yeah, they were, like, in a exaggerated weird, puffy nipples. In a weird nipples. dome, like, a Stephen King novel went on underneath <laughs> of that nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Under the nipple? So, as, as, as the fun host, Evan, would say, this is the show in which we talk about all the naked women? Yes. Oh. Okay. He would indeed. Uh, <laughs> all right. I just wanted to make sure that we got that out of the yeah. way. Uh, that Thank being you. said, uh, this is going to be uh, a spoiler cast uh, about the HBO series Westworld. So, if you have not watched Westworld and S- intend to do so... Skip to the end of this show. Yeah, don't, or just stop playing it would no. be an easier thing to do. As long um, as you um, download it and give us five stars on iTunes. That, yeah, we'll you call have to do it that. Either. And also save it so when you do finish Westworld... <laughs> Max is spanking it. <laughs> Your dog heard about nipples. <laughs> It's doing things. Oh, how did they know that was my thing? Oh, no. <laughs> he, loves, he loves dome nipples. <laughs> the old DNs. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, not, not spoilers, I guess, necessarily, that there are nipples in this show, but... There's a lot. Going a forward, whole lot. All, all plot points and nipples we discuss will be spoilerish. And so, dick. There's yeah, a lot there's, of dick in this show, Yeah, we're going to talk about dick, It's too. more dick in this show than any other if, show I think I've seen. 
That's a lot of dick. That's a lot of dick. I'm laughing. You're talking about dicks, and there's the sound of a dog just furiously masturbating behind you. He, he's not masturbating. It he's smacking like it. it. Uh, you nailed it. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's riding yeah. that pony. He's hitting a doggy style. Genuine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that a, a song from? Really? Uh, I, I'm not up on the hip hop, Josh. <laughs> believe it or not, he's an R&B. I'm artist. not down on the white. Ride tick. that pony? Like that's the that's like the Magic Mike song. I haven't <laughs> seen Magic Mike either. You've heard that song oh, a lot. No. Sing it for me. I'm not gonna do that. And uh, just throw a dash of coheed in it. <laughs> just stir that pot. That's what Max was doing. Um, <laughs> Is that what you call it? Yeah. I'm going to pull it up on YouTube right now. Max? You do that. And why... <laughs> that was a weird website you get. Who before. wants to tackle, basically, uh, for those who might be watching that... Uh, like a general synopsis of the show? Yeah, yeah. So people maybe just be curious what Westworld is and don't give a shit if they, we spoil the shit of it. You probably should care. Because uh, it relies pretty heavily on its plot twists and writing and such. But yeah, don't just spoil this for yourself and then decide to go watch it. It's uh, not going to be the same. It's also, forewarning, this is the first of potentially up to six seasons that they've talked about. Um, however, synopses, um, this is a show that is based on the movie that is based on a book <laughs> from Michael Crichton. Uh, was it ever actually a book? I don't recall. I, I thought he wrote the movie and that was it. Like he wrote and directed. The I movie. thought it was. I like heard totally somewhere that it was a book. I don't. I'm regardless, uh, cannot confirm. Regardless, uh, essentially, what this is, this is a, a time uh, setting that sets somewhere in the future, uh, maybe, uh, where um, people go to extravagant, lavish theme parks where um, uh, they can live out fantasies. And uh, these fantasies involve essentially uh, life simulates. Uh, they're not really robots. I guess they are, but they are essentially uh, androids to a degree where you can't tell the difference between a person and, and a simulate. 3D printed people. More or less. I mean, the process of them getting made mm-hmm. is really cool, uh, especially the intro. God, that intro is awesome. Anyway, um, and then the show is essentially uh, some of the chaotic nature and twist and just fucking mind humps that you can go through. So uh, that's essentially the plot of the show um, as far as the synopses, uh, and we'll get into the spoilers now. right about now. Uh, also, spoiler. Uh, it is not a book. Yep. Okay. Thought I was right. Turns out I was. It's the last time. I'll ever and be And the right. first time. Oddly enough. This is a special Full moment circle. in time for me. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm kind of bummed there's not a book. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I don't want you to have a special moment. I wouldn't be surprised if they made it one now, at least, or graphic novels, <laughs> for sure. Some, I thought you were just saying some guy's like, oh, man, John. Fuck that judge guy. <laughs> we gotta someone write a book quick. But that copyright is nineteen seventy eight. <laughs> we'll just give this to Michael Crichton, who's dead now. Just dig that man up, put a pen in his hand, see what happens. Is Michael Crichton dead? Yeah, yeah he died like four, four or five years ago. Oh, how about that? <laughs> I you were say four or five hours ago. Four or five hours ago. Killed by a leprechaun, oddly enough. In the hood. Yeah. Oh, that's a bad movie. A really bad movie. No, so um, I guess let's kind of start out um, with just talking about some of the characters. Uh, does anyone have like a definite far, like front runner favorite character of the show? Eric is nodding his head. Uh, Great for podcasts. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, Bernard. Bernard for sure. Uh, Bernard slash 
the other name that he goes by. Yeah, we'll get by. to that here in a minute. It's a spoilcast. Say Arnold. Uh, yeah. Arnold! <laughs> uh, yeah, Bernard... Um, is one person out to go, oh, shit! Uh, yeah, it's it's impressive that they got an actor with such a football-shaped head. Um, <laughs> Dude, Jeffrey Wright is a awesome. solid actor. I hope he, he gets a lot more work from this. He's been working for a long time, and he's always good in what, what he is, does. What has he but, been in? Um, you would recognize him from Hunger Games. Okay, I, you're right. I would. Now you that are you say catching it. fire on rather. Sure. Than yeah. He he's been in a bunch. Of, if you IMDb him, he's been in like a hundred something stuff. Awesome but, though, and he's great. He does Bernard. have one of those yeah. faces. Like as there are several actors that are like that. Like, I know I've seen this dude in like eight things. Yeah. But I don't know what those eight things are. Yeah. He's one of those guys. I will remember him in this. <laughs> when the, someone says Jeffrey White, I will go. Oh, the guy from Westworld now. Yeah. The, there you go. Well, up, up until the certain scene with him that changes most things. The. A certain level of uh, uh, a certain level headedness that he has is a resting place in the mind humpery that is the TV show. <laughs> that quoting the great Chuck, yeah, exactly. There it's kind of like humpery. a um, a reprieve, I guess. Yes, like every time he's on screen, you're just sitting there like, oh, all right, I get to just listen to something instead of try to think like for myself, trying to figure something out. He also kind of gave this show a moral center. Yes. Mm-hmm. In a way, like, he totally, um, at least for the first eight episodes or, or seven episodes or so, definitely felt to be, like, the, the rock of, like, morality for this show. Yeah, which, uh, in, a, in a show where morality is skewed heavily blocked. in one direction. Yeah. Correct. Uh, that direction being away from <laughs> morality. In the complete opposite in, in that same tick, I loved Logan. I thought Logan was a great counter to uh, William for those scenes. I thought he had a, a chaotic nature to him that was a lot of fun. Um, the, you know, the actor, I believe it was Ben Barnes, had like a, just you could tell he had so much fun playing that character. So, out of all the characters, that's your favorite guy? Not favorite. I'm just thinking of characters I like. I'm still trying to figure out like who is my actual oh, okay. straight up favorite. To, to me, like Logan is a hundred percent forgettable. They, they, it seemed like they wrote him way too over the top. Like he was like almost like a comic book villain so, in certain and, aspects. And yeah, I was I was actually gonna make that same point. So Logan is probably the well, least favorite character oh, no. until uh, on the show. I mean I'm sure there's probably a couple I'm just not thinking of, but like that actor I thought was one of probably the worst actors on the show, which is not still saying I mean he's still a good actor, but like I thought he got outacted quite a bit in almost every scene he was in and I definitely agree with Chuck's point that his character felt um way too over the top at times like it was very very comic book like especially after he they ran back into uh Dolores and uh William yes and like, they were in that like around the campfire and stuff like that and he like cut her open and stuff like that that whole scene i was just he, like it was a he little was it on like thick. he he almost, he did everything but like maniacally laugh basically maniacal laugh yes i liked that and it fit the show for me because like it it was almost the most Western thing of it. Like, he kind of was the dastardly Westerner, Western villain. Except he wasn't. Like, and if he was a host, I might have bought that. But he he wasn't. I don't know. Or the he, idea of people coming to that. At least that we that, don't think he is. The idea of people coming <laughs> to that world and, and letting that side of themselves out. Like, it, it for me, it, it worked. It worked quite well. It, would he be my favorite? No. If you want to talk about least favorite characters before I get into my favorite, it's absolutely Sylvester and fucking Felix. They're the worst. Dude. Oh, the techs? I yeah. love them. Really, dude? They are written. They are written perfectly to me. Like they are obviously they are stupid. Uh, really, <laughs> level of really stupid, dumb. Really fucking stupid. But no, like you guys, have mentioned that a couple of times. Like this idea that like why would they not just like go tell their boss or like go tell anybody that like this was happening? But like 
to me, like it was written very well in that, like, um, and I forget which one was which now, like in terms of names. So, uh, Felix Sylvester was the, Asian. Is the white boy. Why say it that you, way? You literally both said it at the same time, and I don't know what either of you Josh said. Josh is trying to get back to the white tick. Felix is. <laughs> this guy knows. He's got bucks. Oh man, <laughs> Felix is. Oh, thank the... you for bringing that back to me. <laughs> Felix is the Asian. Okay. Uh, Why well, you gotta go that way? Because I didn't add boy at the end of it. Oriental, so, actually. Felix clearly to me, and I think that actor did again. He probably not the, certainly not the best actor in the show or anything, but the guy who played Felix like did a good job to me of conveying that like he was morally conflicted on what to do. Like he obviously for most of the time, and he like waned and, and kind of you thought he might go the other way, but he clearly like thought he was doing the right thing and like thought that this this robot had a conscience and like was real and like deserved to not be treated as a slave and like all these you know themes in the show um like but he she- believed in all that so like why would he go to his boss and then other dude like, basically was just playing catch up all the time and was clearly a fucking moron but at the same time like she never had any like I'm not saying she needed to be like motherly or anything but she never had any sort of warmness or anything that made me think that you know what yeah this is absolutely somebody that I think should just be walking around free ha- like have you guys ever thought of the possibility that Ford just told that Asian guy to go ahead and upgrade her like that uh, no, it's, I totally possible. About that. it's totally possible. I mean, Somebody, we don't know, and that's one of the things we'll talk that, about later. But we don't yeah. know who wrote that storyline. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> when he when he towards the end, like does this with his hand, and it's like it Wait was a funniest. Yeah, God like, damn it, <laughs> it's so good. I will agree. Well, you you've swayed me. Felix is a great character now that you've <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> no. Sylvester, you're is welcome. My, Sylvester's my worst, like the worst character. He's I'm easily the worst of the two. He's, I mean, he's meant to be a douchebag, like. It, it, that's he's clear, like he's the kind of dude who probably has a little bit of child porn on his computer. Like that, he no, that's that the guy who wanted to fuck Hester, Hector. Well, he fucked all of them. That's <laughs> yeah. his thing. That, that dude has just a <laughs> lot of gay porn on his computer. No, <laughs> all of it. No, he fucked some girl too in the earlier in the show. Well, there you go. He yeah, says that, that dude just porn. wants to fuck robots. Uh, uh, so for, it says that so robot your, porn. Is that your standout? Is the the Asian guy? No, I think he was just no, defending he, him because I brought they, him up. They, he brought oh, him okay. up. I was just talking about him. Uh, for for me, uh, I now made a decision. It actually, it's Ford. Like I know that he's like one of the main characters, so it's kind of a cop out. But uh, I thought he was written so. and portrayed so wonderfully. Uh, Anthony Hopkins absolutely destroyed it in it, that role. As soon as you like forget how great he is, he does something like this, and you're just like motherfucker. Like, oh yeah, he's not just a guy who's been around for a while. He's like one of the greatest living actors ever. Like ever. It's it's he's fantastic. And that character in this role. is written so well. I mean, he essentially the entire even if you think about it because of him coming up to William at the end, he wrote all of that into the um the night uh, what journey into night or whatever at the end because yeah. Yeah. that's where Teddy he planned for Teddy and Dolores to be on that beach and that wouldn't have happened unless he choreographed that meeting at the church like all of that he he from the beginning of the show or even before that he planned it all it was yeah. incredible that the show is just fucking masterfully written he, mine is mine's the man in black and not like the William version of it, the pre Man in Black, but the Ed Harris, yeah, badass old oh, Man in Black. Dolores. Like, yeah. it was Ed Harris also. As soon as you forget how awesome of <laughs> an actor that guy is, he does a show. I mean, there's it's so those two many playing great, off each other. That's my favorite scene in the show, pre like the last two episodes, is them in the bar. In together, the bar with Teddy? Yeah. 
And Teddy, I mean, just James Moore, you just stay over there. Oh, man, I did, I dug me <laughs> some Teddy. That dude, that dude, dude is the Kenny is the, of Westworld. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Every episode, that motherfucker is going to die. The fact that at least one episode, someone can go, like, say, like, oh, man. <laughs> like, the, the man in black phrase that perfectly is like, you're the loser. You always will be the loser. Yeah. That's how they programmed you. Yeah. And that's what he is. I mean, he was yeah. a dupe the entire time. Yep. Um, God damn, this show is good. The, yeah, it really the is. Man in Black was easily my second favorite character. He would be the person I would talk about, aside from Bernard coming back at the end. Bernard. Yeah. Yeah, my, fa- my favorite character is probably Bernard. Um, yeah. That no. seems like a Trey thing to pick. Sure. Br- Brady is, he, is he's upset. He's not gay, with our so I don't know why you would say that. But <laughs> uh, Brady is, is upset with our results here. Yeah. He very clearly would have said Dolores, and she was fantastic. You know what? That's actually a fair point. Um, that actress was. Has she been in anything? She was awesome. Like, Rachel Wood. Yeah, she's been in quite a bit. I can't remember. She has got a she, lazy eye like a motherfucker or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I don't notice it. I will say this, especially though. that last episode where there's so many like up close things. I'm just like, which am I? <laughs> is she looking? Where's what's going on? Uh, I I would argue that she is. The, uh, has the best performance of anybody on the show, including Anthony Hopkins, though. They're, I disagree with that, but I can see where your point, especially when she's going back and forth. Yes, man. And that's that's mostly early on, but, but scenes short. between her and Bernard where uh, where she is having to, like, jump, accent. jump accents and, and emotions and all this stuff. Holy shit, dude. It's a master class. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like Orphan Black level, like, holy fuck acting to me. Uh, and I never thought I would be like, oh, like, this show has, like, a performance on the level of Orphan Black. Because I didn't think that was possible, but this comes really close. Um, her and the, really the interactions between her and the man in black and the the church were also yes, pretty fucking fantastic. Yeah, I like her were. less now because I realized she was in True Blood. But oh god, I like her a lot more now. Well, like, what is she known for? Tell me, trying, IMDb. Uh, not eye surgery, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, I mean, Jesus she was in Christ. The Wrestler. Which is an awesome movie. She was in Across the Universe. She was the female lead in that. I know I've seen her, like, I want to say she was in, like, fucking One Tree Hill or something like that. Like, she started early. Uh, she was in One Tree Hill. <laughs> I don't want to wait. Right? See? I know about One Tree Hill. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me. She, she wasn't in it. No, I, yeah, apparently. Either way, nothing I've huge. never seen her in anything else, I don't think, or at least not that I, you know, remember. But Her big breakout was that movie 13, which, gotcha. like, was early 2000s, like, um, coming of age for uh, teenage girls. Either way, it turns out she can really fucking act. She can. <laughs> Holy shit. She can. Um, who else? Who else character-wise? Uh, Maeve we haven't really talked about outside of her nipples. Um, and <laughs> she, while they are a too. bit um, distracting. Tandy, Tandy, Tandy Newton. Newton yeah. Um, yeah, man. She was also really good. Who would have thought that she would have been as big a fucking part through the first half of the season as yeah. she was? Well, it, it, yeah. I mean, it really took a while for her stuff to get going. Um, like as soon as she like walked outside when she got like the ability to control other hosts and she's just like and then the sheriff decided that these were God fearing and I was like oh shit she controls a lot of stuff now and it was super cool I loved like the narrative like storyteller aspect of that like Um, she had to say it that way Mm -hmm. I was saying when we were because Eric and I Eric hadn't been watching the show and then we marathoned it all on Saturday night and Sunday leading up to the finale Um, you know the commercial like this is your Brain, this is your brain on drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this is your brain on drugs. Um, her, her contract has to be like the weirdest in television. It's got to be like, listen, you're going to be naked about 90% of your screen time, but anytime we show you fuck, you're going to be fully clothed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is so weird. 
I it's mean, a whorehouse, man. You got you got to have some dignity. I really, <laughs> I really hope that that exact verbiage was put in the like, contract. Listen, <laughs> it's just the contract uh, here. The lawyer's like looking over it. It says, uh, "Anytime you're fucking." Uh, it's got it's got the apostrophe after the end and everything. It's yes, impressive. Keep, keep that. It's grammatically correct. Uh, no, yeah, it's she like was, an audio contract. She was really good. I will say, like, and and I don't think it's, again, not. No one in this show really delivered a bad performance. I don't, at least not that I can remember. I can't think of anybody um, who was bad. But she did not do like the in and out of emotion or like it, you know going from like being a robot to being an android kind of thing. Um, she did not do that as well um, as uh, Rachel. I, she, she went into some deep emotion cuts whenever, specifically relating to her, her daughter. daughter. Yeah, um, she did emotion well. I just don't think she did the in and out part well. I would say like um, switching. Clementine wasn't the best. Um, she yeah. was God. The whole you ain't got much of a rind on you. I'm like God. I'm so tired of hearing that because yeah. I've wa- I've watched almost every episode three times now because I went <laughs> back through with Kristen and my mom. Gotcha. Um, and I just like there's so many rinds. Yeah, that... I hope Lily Simmons stays in the show. Speaking of that, oh, other Clementine. <laughs> yes, Clementine. Oh, Um, I will say though, like her, she kills that fucking like dumbfounded look. Like the the off robot look, she just nails. That's it. fair. Yeah. She also kind of looks like a bird, a little That's bit beakish. Um, yeah, go ahead. I was that, gonna say if you want to talk about like underrated and underused characters, it's Abernathy for me. That dude was like my favorite character in the first episode. That guy did a great job. I, I thought the uh, the forgotten Hemsworth did a good job too. He was, yeah. he was good. I, Stubbs, I don't know his name. He's Stubbs? probably that was his character's name. Yes, yeah, oh, I just called him the Elder Hemsworth. <laughs> I want to say it's like Carl Hemsworth or something lame like that. <laughs> Carl Frank. Just, just insert <laughs> shitty name <laughs> here. Gen- generic <laughs> Hemsworth. Come on, Trey. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Fuck you, Elliot with one T. Um. <laughs> So yeah, now you're not talking about me. It's cool. Um, <laughs> now he was probably as close as you got to a bad performance in that show. I mean, again, not bad. I think just, I think it forgettable. Was, I think is more. That's apt. probably a, a much better description. Actually. Anytime Ford and the Man in Black were on the screen at the same time, I was just like, God, I want them to fist fight. I just think it's also Ed Harris versus. <laughs> God, I just want them to oh. fist fight. <laughs> um, Man, I wish they'd put up their dukes. <laughs> One of them better yell "Have at you," though. <laughs> oh, that would be Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, sir. He's, yeah. Um, he's be been knighted, sir. <laughs> uh, the British guy I liked a lot. The the narrative guy. Narrat- oh, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of people with the guy who was in charge of the narrative. The yeah. one that you didn't like. Oh no, I did not like. Actually, he might be the worst. It's, it's for me. something. He's one of the few people we don't know the name of the character or the actor. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't, can't remember, remember either. <laughs> Uh, but I actually thought he was really funny in the first couple episodes, and then he took a complete backseat for about six episodes and came back a little bit in the last yeah. two. Was, he, he played drunk well. I he was did. like, he peed on stuff. He did, indeed. <laughs> I was like, why are you yelling? Nobody's like getting mad at you. You're just yelling now. He's an over-the-top, boisterous personality. Okay. <laughs> but like, I just remember watching that and being like, stop, just stop, just calm down. All right. It was cool that to see there was there was that one scene um, where the dude was like eating the leg or whatever. Oh yeah, the, and he was <laughs> also went like when she was like he's making some new narrative for this crazy out there villain Wyatt or something, and he's like him, and she's like, no, that's busy work. Yeah, <laughs> Charlotte was kind of annoying actually. Um, Not my favorite character for sure, but again, she really played the role that she was supposed yeah. to play. Yeah. I, I didn't think Teresa well. did the greatest job acting either. I can't remember her name, her actress's name. 
She was just okay I middle of the Elsie, road. Whoever Elsie was, she, I thought she brought a lot like, of personality to the show. Much older Ellen Page. Sure. I mean, this, that, that girl's like. been sort of. in stuff. That girl, that girl also likes her some robot. Yeah. That's fair. She Specifically seems to. the D. Well, we've Chuck calls them juicy <laughs> hogs. <laughs> in the, in the, damn it! In the first episode, she makes out with a woman. She does. Oh, that's she, right. She, does yeah. she sure did. She sure did. So, um, so probably the biggest uh, outside of amazing writing and amazing acting, um, kind of the best part about the show is that uh, it leads you on a, quite a bit of a journey. There's a lot of plot twists. Um, you know, there was. It's one of those shows that there were constantly like fan theories and. Articles being written about what, are we, what things going to happen next week or at the end of the season or whatever. Um, so let's kind of jump into some of that stuff. And real, real quick, shout out to the player piano for my actual favorite character. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that piano I will was say fucking best. The first like few episodes, I, every time I was like, oh, I know what that song is. Like Black Hole Sun played at one point. And it was Black Hole Sun, then Painted Black, and they did a couple of them. And then they were like, oh, we're just going to fall in love with Radiohead, the world's most yeah. overrated band, and play them all the time. Yeah, like towards the end, I was like, I don't ever know what these songs are. So um, I would argue player piano, not the best so, character. A little overrated. The House of the Rising Sun was amazing. They brought that back in like episode eight or nine. It was cool that, that they that did was it the though. best part. I'd be of the I'll be curious if they keep that. House of the Rising Sun. The um so uh Josh and I he alluded to it. We watched two episodes on Saturday night. I woke up, went over to his apartment, watched the rest of the season up until the finale, pretty much back to back to back to back. We took some breaks, but it like Watching that much Westworld in, within like three, forty-eight hours, yeah. three, three fourths of a day, uh, time span wise, and I just like uh, every like I could tell every episode. Josh like looked over at me to I see. I didn't know. I mean, there were so many theories going on, and you were like, yeah. to see if I, he was. He was just like, so got any theories yet? And I was just like, no, nah, man, this is just a TV show. Yeah, and, and I, I, I like it didn't pick up on any of it. That was part of the genius. Yeah, like of I, the writing. The first half of the season, you're just like, what yeah. are they talking about? I was fan like, theories and plot threads. Yeah, and there, there, were, there, there were like a ton of those going on. But I, I think yes, not having that six day like waiting period to kind of like sit on it, think on it, maybe. Watch I also, I also again. didn't read anything. I, yeah. I didn't know anything going in. I just knew what the basic plot line was. Was the, that it's a theme park about immersion? Right. The so. biggest thing. Excuse me. The biggest thing is that, like, yeah, like, like Josh was saying, if you marathon it, I can see you not having a bunch of theories. Because the only reason we all had theories is because we, we watched an hour, more. and then we had a week to go, all right, what does all this mean? Like, yeah. let me rewatch it again. Let me think about how this is connected to that. Um, yeah, no, if you're marathoning it in, you know, 12 hours. And it, even the now, first two episodes, it's still not Oh yeah, yeah like, it, going back through. And, like, I, I started picking up on stuff. I was like, oh. Of course, Bernard was a host. Like you see, like these things that they're sh- showing you right in front of your own face. But I, I want to go back and, and watch it because of that. There's no real reason to even think right. about stuff. Marathoning it, I mean, you do pick up on a lot of that stuff early on. Like they they plotted it out so well, <clears throat> and they did a lot of things where they introduced elements of the show before ever like showing you, before ever like recognizing it, like. When Bernard first asks about this person that all the hosts are talking to, which ends up being Arnold in their head, um, you know, he shows them, he shows him the picture, and you see just Anthony Hopkins standing next to some other guy that nobody knows, and you think, oh, that's that's Arnold, mm-hmm. but no, that's actually playing into the fact that the hosts only see, they they can't see what won't hurt them. 
Like, and so, like, they, they do a lot of, like, great introduction of those theories without having to overly recognize them until later on. Um, and w- watching it as a marathon going back through, I got to see a lot of that stuff. And it had me looking for things, like, to try and confirm the, the William theory mm-hmm. with the man in black was, like, I, you know, when you see the man in black walk up to Dolores in the second episode, she drops that can. And he walks up and he picks it up and he's like, I can't be with you today, sweetheart, or whatever. He's like, I've got other stuff to do and walks off. Like I was, I was trying to watch that and then remember how she interacted with William the first time, and like trying to like match them up and see if there was any sort of like clues and hints and stuff like that. Like they did a good job of planting those ideas in your head without having to be over the top with them. Man, when he picked up that uh, that knife after you know Logan wakes up and the entire army is like yeah. dead, and he's got that knife. Like, oh I'm God, like, well, it's the same that, night. Knife. That is the nail in the coffin. He is absolutely the man yeah. in black. Yeah. yeah. For me, I yeah. was still like up until the final episode, I was sold on it being Logan. He was. Well, wow. He yeah, was. He, and you had a couple of good reasons why. Uh, so to me, the biggest, or maybe not the biggest, but definitely one of the biggest, um, and certainly at least the first like fan theory kind of like speculation that I saw online <laughs> was the multiple timeline thing. Like early on. Time frames. Yeah, time frames. Not or yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. time frames. Um, so yeah, definitely um, earlier on, like early on, the first episode in which William, like young William was introduced I didn't. I had no idea. Like, yeah, I just thought there were just people at the to park. totally, uh, uh, you know, oblivious. But yeah, like as you know, as it went on, um, and especially like those last two or three episodes, you started to realize like, okay, there are things I can look for, particularly what Dolores was wearing or like what the church looked like were the two biggest things. Also, if you ever saw it, the Westworld logo. Oh yeah, I yeah, never caught that. It was it was different in the past. There's there's That's two cool. Westworld logos that you see. Oh man, I need to. Yeah. I, I didn't out. even pick up on the church until like episode eight. I was like, "Oh, that's different." It like so the three to, three total time frames is what I've you know. I bet you. Of. I bet you. That, if you yeah, go that back, we know of and that can we confirm. Know so yeah, <laughs> right. I bet you if you go back and watch it, there might because isn't there like a big Delos um, like globe or something At like the, in the, the train final, station? And, oh, maybe I don't know. Like, oh, you're talking about when they first get there? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure there is, and I bet if you go back, like, in the first William introduction, when he's walking in and talking to, um, what's her name? I can't remember the character anymore. The, the blonde, blonde one. Um, it's not there. Like, I mean, those are, those are like, the little hints that kind of, like, spurred the idea of this multiple yeah. time frames theory. Um, man, it was, it was brilliant, though. Yeah. And even the, the young William was the middle time frame? Yeah. At yes. least. Technically. Yeah. The, yeah, the uh, first one would be Arnold, Arnold talking to Dolores. Yeah, with the church and, and all that yeah. stuff. And then the buried church was the William time frame. And mm-hmm. then the yep. re-exposed church yep. at the end. Yeah, it's it's crazy that, like, you know, for at least half of that show for me, I was basically watching, like, three different time frames of this particular, like, universe and had no idea that i was watching three different time frames yeah. right of this entire universe it's like incredibly well thought out um story see like i thought of the time frame thing and then i was talking to my friend about it and he goes yeah that's not bernard talking to dolores and i was like wait what and he goes yeah that was arnold talking yeah. to dolores the entire time like they didn't meet until the yeah. final episode and i was like oh my god yep yep and that even broke my brain even more <laughs> it just Man, like I hope we get like I hope we get more of that awesome old bartender in the second season. By the way, I love that. That's guy. fair. Uh, <laughs> so, did you guys realize what the maze was before they explained what the maze was? Yeah, because I did not. Don't think it was a physical maze. Yeah, 
No, I did not. Well, I didn't okay, so it. no, maybe I, I figured out that it was a metaphorical maze, that it wasn't a physical place yeah. they were trying to go to. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't think there was like they were going to get to a place where there was like a bunch of giant walls. Like I, I knew that pretty early on, but like I still thought it was like some sort of challenge or like series of puzzles that one needed to solve. Maybe to, a like, narrative. That's yeah, what like, I was to, like, to like discover some big secret about Westworld. Like early on, that's what I assumed it was. I did not realize that it was basically the like host like journey to achieve like sentience essentially. Yeah. Um, until Bernard basically explains it to uh, Dolores there. Yeah. At, With like, a circle a, instead of the pyramid. Last episode, second to last episode. That was the last, last episode. episode. Last episode. Yeah. It that, runs together there towards the end a little yeah, bit. But, that, that would be Arnold explaining it to Dolores. <laughs> You're right. It would be. I'm sorry. You're right. Um, Damn it, Trey. Fucking Westworld, man. Um, the yeah. Wyatt theory was a was a prevailing one for quite some time. Oh, I nailed that one. Oh, that Dolores was Wyatt. Yeah. yeah. So that, I missed that theory altogether. Like I didn't read oh, anything really? about that, so I now, was totally uh, oblivious to that. I will say that there's a, a little bit of confusion for me in that particular regard because she obviously slaughters that town in the first time frame. The second time frame with William and all those people, they don't even they don't talk about Wyatt at all in that time frame. And then the third time frame, William's like the man in black is like I, I, fucking Wyatt, man. He's all over the place. This is Wyatt, Wyatt, Wyatt. So I've, there is a little bit of a disconnect there. Like it didn't seem um, to exist well, most of thirty the sec- years ago. Most of the like the, the middle time frame though was dealing with young William. Right. And Dolores and uh, Teddy wasn't involved, so like Wyatt really wasn't talked about at all. Yeah, like, young William probably didn't know anything about Wyatt, also, so there's really no one there to talk about him. But remember, they kept se- they kept talking about setting up Wyatt in the first time frame. Well, but if you as remember, though, Ford doing. spoke with Bernard, I believe, about creating a backstory for Teddy in the third time frame, if I remember correctly. Like I think they used that slaughter in Teddy's history to create a backstory for him when he previously didn't have one. Because, but even sense. but he envisions himself in three different forms in that. Yeah, but I think him it was as all Teddy, in... him as Teddy the soldier, and then him as Teddy the sheriff. But like, because Teddy, did he even exist in the middle time frame? Like, I mean, I'm he sure existed he in some fashion, but did we see him? Not yeah, that the middle I time frame was almost almost universally. Um, Dolores, William, Dolores and, Logan, and, and and Logan, yeah. and Lawrence. But like, if you look yeah. at in the third time frame, like that's where that's the only time. We hear why it recognized, and that's because Ford specifically says we're creating a new villain for this new narrative. Like that was that was the the villain of that third time frame's narrative that ended up being the big you know kind of reveal at the end. I think they just used that slaughter because like almost using the reveries to help create uh, a new character and write it in. That's fair. I'll have to. That's, this is the only. I mean, it's the only way I can try and reconcile. Watching that. it and again probably to to get those kind of details. Um, what else? Obviously, was, the, the yeah, the Bernard being a, a host uh, thing was a, a, a big thing, and the it was so awesome. Like when him and Teresa were going searching yep. for that extra family, and uh, she was like, "What about this door?" Yeah, because yeah. it, it, there's no door there. And then it pans, and he looks back. She's like, "What about this door?" He goes, "What door?" I was like, "Oh fuck!" Because yeah. it just said about the host can't see what'll yeah. hurt him. Yeah, yeah. And then he just like walks in. I'm like, well. She gonna die. That's that's. The, I didn't <laughs> yep. think that at all. Our guest appears weary. Also, like if Josh had looked over and saw my face when uh, when Bernard said the words "what door," I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like it was crazy to me, and it it like I hadn't thought of that at all. I was just like, Bernard's just the worker that basically the second in command at this yeah location I, and. 
I it, knew that one of the people at the facility, yeah, at yeah, least I didn't, one, I didn't think about that yeah. at all. We, we, but we had also kind of talked about that, like right when it first started. Um, Evan had said, like, you know, at least one person, and we all kind of agreed, like, yeah, there's definitely at least yeah, one. That plot twist was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You, you like you had to uh, assume with the way that they were sh- like setting up that story in general that somebody would be. Um, I I loved the fact that because uh, there was a, a prevailing theory for the longest time that Ford really was the villain in the story. But he wasn't, and I love that. I love that he ended up being this incredibly sympathetic character uh, by the end, where, yes, he has questionable morals overall, but he was really just a man who missed— Very. <laughs> yeah. But he, he was really at just— at least like, one person murdered. A man that misses his friend, that you know felt regret about the disagreement that he had with his friend that led to um, you know killing himself or, or basically setting himself up to die. Like I, I thought that it was— Potentially. It was, yes. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about Arnold. Oh, Arnold! Like okay. the, him, him opening the park or being determined to open the park is what caused that whole breakdown with the the Wyatt storyline, so to speak, and like him realizing years later that oh no, he's Arnold was right all along, and then putting this plan into motion. I, I loved that aspect of it. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, it, and Ford is kind of the best example of this idea of, um, and I guess this is like a theme in most. Uh, stories where you know it's a, you're dealing with like the singularity or um, like sentience and, and mechanics or whatever, but like uh, this idea that Ford like basically views himself as God in terms of in like the, the hosts, yeah. like this idea of like I created you and therefore I own you and therefore I have like dominion over you versus like the hosts who obviously like don't see it that way, <laughs> um, and and even some humans who like like see the idea of oh like we have given these like robots essentially free will um or at least some version of it or whatever and so therefore like we can't expect them to like listen to every command that we give or whatever um is a like super interesting theme throughout the whole thing um and like ford does some interesting things with it if you if you piece like, it together kinda, you know if you like if you like kind of slide the perspective right like if you know i mean again i want to obviously i don't want to get into like a talk about religion on this whole thing but like that idea of like it's an interesting kind of commentary i don't know i don't know if it's intentional on like a higher power and kind of that thought process of what a higher power is there to do and is capable of doing all that good stuff i also liked a lot that there was almost like a a time loop going on as well like it was kind of like a we've been here we've done this all before type thing where yeah you know they the the hosts gain consciousness every time and like there is another loop and it kind of gets closer and closer to them like truly gaining consciousness and so when it doesn't happen it seems as though ford resets the whole thing and then like kind of tries again it's almost uh i mean i guess spoilers for another series but it's almost dark tower-esque it's like every loop you get closer and closer to yeah. the, the reality of what he's actually going for yeah i can kind of see that um uh so you mentioned the consciousness thing again <laughs> Um, and I, that's the whole reason I brought it up the oh, first time and then I didn't, bad. I didn't mention it, but, um, <laughs> nothing you can do now. Um, you didn't totally spoil it. So no, I still don't know what you're talking about. So um, okay. <laughs> no, but like, uh, and I sent a message about this cause I was rewatching the beginning of, um, the finale with Brittany and then we ended up, um, not making it through the whole thing. But anyways, uh, Maeve at the beginning of the, like, or not at the beginning, but when she gets killed, her and her daughter in that earlier storyline or whatever yeah um, the fourth time frame that one year before it all sto- like, yeah, started yeah technically i guess that is the fourth time frame you're right um so yeah she gets murdered by the man in black and like it 
totally foreshadowing that she's in the center of the fucking maze, and she is also the one that like came basically the living. the first one, yeah, like to gain like full to to get to the center of the maze. Um, but but did she ever but did really? She? I don't think she did. I don't think she. I did guess either. that's true. She did not act because somebody programmed her to go to the train and then get back off the fucking train because that's what Bernard was saying. He's like, "Well, you're gonna get on the train and then you're gonna get up." She's like, "Nope, I'm not following any of that shit." And then she did the exact same thing that was. That's fair. That's fair. There's also a prevailing theory that Dolores. I mean, first of all, Dolores was the first to get at least like to really kind of gain that consciousness yeah. thirty years ago. Um, well, 30 years ago, she didn't. Like, she made it very clear, like, I don't understand. That's, yeah, I guess. No, like, but she then, straight up said, like, I don't get what, she, you know, he, like, or not Bernard, but. Uh, she was close, Arnold though, says, and I guess that was enough for But Arnold she also changed her programming when she shot the uh, uh, the Confederates. Because she, she said, I just decided I didn't want to be the damsel anymore, and she just blew those guys away. So yeah, it was the beginning. True. Yes, yes. But she wasn't at the center. But there is a prevailing theory that at the end of this, she really isn't conscious still. She's um, not. Ford programmed her to shoot him. That Ford programmed all of that. The people leaving the cold storage, he did all that. Uh, Teddy standing there like a dipshit, he did all that. Like, all of that he wrote. I, nice. Do we want to get into Season 2 stuff, potentially? Yeah, let's go and talk about that, unless you guys have anything else. No, no. That's, that's probably a good spot to go. So, yeah. Uh, well, good. Ford potentially not being... That's what we're talking about, yeah. Oh, like what we think is going to happen in Season 2. Go ahead. Yeah, like, I totally think that that, that host he was creating underneath that, that fucking cabin when was... When Bernard kills Teresa. Was him. Yeah. It was it was a Ford host, and he set himself up. To I don't die. think it's I don't think it's going to be like look like Anthony Hopkins because he probably is going to be too old to continue doing the show in two years. No, or like, I think that long. the one that was He's shot building. at the end was the host. See, I don't know about that. I think that they he may have been making a host for himself to put his consciousness into potentially. But um, have they really? I mean, that's possible. But have they established that there's not, he's some not sort gonna of come, he's going to be too old in two years to start doing that show again, dude? I, I mean, don't know. How old is he? He's all, he's like in his seventies, right? Pretty old. I mean, I mean people are acting Harrison to their nineties. Old. Nineties, <laughs> I mean, the new seventies. They're not, they're not in, making I mean, him run around or yeah. He's not like in that. any sort of physically demanding role he's or anything the, currently. Yeah, he's not like in like a fucking like. Get up I mean that that, that host Spider Man moves. That host could be anybody. He could have been making uh what's her name? That young black lady. He could have been making her. He could have been making she, another uh, Charlotte? Teresa. Charlotte. He could have been he's making another Teresa. Uh he's seventy eight. So yeah. he'll be eighty when this next one comes out. Uh, his birthday is actually the last day of the year. So he'll be seventy nine so he'll be eighty one when this <laughs> yeah. the But I mean it's out. gonna be filming next year. I mean it's gonna come out. Like they're talking early 2018 at this point now, which sucks that it's that long of a wait. But I mean, it's. I mean, well, he's, we'll, he's we'll probably see. still going to be in it, like flashback wise. They'll probably potentially. Film some. And you know what? They they did an incredible job with making him look young. Whoever yeah. did the the effects on young Anthony Hopkins need to go and talk to the people who made young Michael Douglas and say, <laughs> "This is how it's done." Dude. Or young Robert Downey Jr. I don't think Civil War's Robert Downey Jr. looks all that great. To be oh, honest I thought with it you. looked really good. Especially um, compared to young Michael Douglas. Most things do. <laughs> that dude belongs in a wax museum. He is a wax museum. Yes. <laughs> That's fair. I, I think but that Ford is, I, is alive still, potentially at least. I, I mean, agree with Josh. I think that was totally the uh, the host that got shot at the end of the potentially. season. 
Because, yeah, I mean, they haven't really established the idea of, like, transferring consciousness, so to speak. They have just programmed the host to act a certain way. That's also true, but would it surprise you if he did? I mean, if he is essentially responsible for getting these people to the center of the maze and gaining consciousness and free will, what, I mean, that's just a very small leap. I, I get that. For me, the thing is, like, he didn't. Uh, he yes, he manipulated off of the back of Arnold's work, so to speak. Like he wrote the storyline, and the, he is he is consistent in saying he is a storyteller. I just want to tell my stories. Like he he put them in the position to come to that conclusion. Um, and yes, I guess if they could do that, I think the only way that he would do that is if he he knew for sure that this consciousness theory could actually play out. That you could actually get full sentience as a as a host. Otherwise, transferring your consciousness into a host is still going to leave you, assumingly, under the same rules of not really being conscious. I think that the uh, plot-wise, it's easy to say transferring sentience, but the to like write how they actually do that is the harder part. To let's say that they just made this jump automatically, that he did it, yeah, he's probably smart enough to do it, but it's hard to say that this is what they've been focused on and they've been trying to make them more real and more real, and now they're able to be self-aware. It's hard to say that, like, all right, now that we did this, instantly we know how to do this. Well, potentially instantly. Yeah, that's what I meant. Regardless, um, I mean, he might just be dead. Yeah, Everybody that, that also, is assuming yeah. that he's alive. I mean, that's almost perfectly how Arnold died. He was shot in the back of the head when he felt like going out by Dolores. And what else is there to, for him to live for? Yeah, I he, actually. He climbed the mountain. Mm-hmm. He did everything he needed to do. It, that, that makes perfect sense to me as well. As much but, as, but it but it leaves out the plus host that was made. Plus, well, potentially again, yeah. that could be anybody. It could be William. Yeah. For all we know, the person that got shot out yeah. in the field that's smiling could be a, a fucking host. For all we know. God dang it. Yeah, it's the best part about the show, I, I think. But um, no, actually, I, as much as I love Anthony Hopkins, like I kind of hope that Chuck's theory is the correct one. Like I, I'm pretty cool with. For a show with as many like twists and turns and kind of like false narratives and and different things like that, like I'd be pretty cool if in this particular case they were just a bit straightforward with it, like because yeah. there's plenty of other shit for me to like you know go down the rabbit hole. It would and, also be full circle with yeah. their relationship yeah. too. You know? I agree. The uh, so they never wrapped up with uh, Elsie. I mean, she's presumed to be dead, but do we really know if she? We had don't Bernard technically know for sure. Um, um, the, and then the, the elder uh, Hemsworth. The elder Hemsworth, stops. indeed. Uh, is yeah also captured and we don't know where he's at. That could be tackled by Ghost Nation. Sure, God, is Ghost Nation like a little racist? But is Ghost Nation a like sub that can go like a, a, a subplot that can go between parks? Maybe, maybe that would be interesting. Um, so you know what? Now that you mentioned that, let's let's make that the last um, thing we discuss. So worlds you let's start with worlds you think are likely to be seen in the next couple of seasons, and then we'll kind of talk about some just, like, out there worlds you would like to see. Well, there's obviously Samurai or Shogun World, whichever one you want to go with. That's blatant. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they they literally show it. So, I mean, 
obviously no guarantee we'll see it in season two, but I, think I imagine a, they wouldn't have chosen to tease that if they weren't going to, if we're going to spend a little bit of time there. Yeah. At least. yeah. And, and there's at least one other one because whenever like she opens up that note and it says where her daughter one. is at park one, yeah. they wouldn't well, put park one if Westworld was park one. So right. that's obviously not it. Uh, and why would a, a little black girl be a host in Shogun World? Yeah. So she is, there is at least three parks. Uh, read somewhere seven. There was a fan theory that there seven. are uh, potentially yeah. seven. Uh, but when I'm stupid, there's not Future World. Uh, Future World is actually the sequel to the original Westworld movie. Correct, but they're not going to do that because they would be they would be bottlenecking the, their own self on what time frame I, they are currently in. Yeah, the whole issue is yeah, because the show is up. already essentially the future, like to us. Yeah. To then go and. See what they would think is the future, yeah. Then, like, really, like back in the seventies, it was easy. I think it's yeah. a lock. Like, I, I think it's a lock that we see future world and medieval world. I would world. take that bet. Oh, medieval I would world. Too. Now, medieval world. Maybe I not, think but modern future world, world. The future world would be modern world. I um, think modern world would be a thing, almost like a GTA kind of style, where you would go and, into like a regular world. And so, whenever the hosts think that they're actually leaving, potentially Abernathy got on a maybe Abernathy got on a train and left. That's, Hit, that's the big future world me. would be modern world. They wouldn't know the fucking difference. He saw that picture with the buildings and stuff like that. He walks out. He sees the buildings. That's modern world. I don't think future world and is going to be anything. That'd be a great like crazy. plot device. This idea that like they all get out. They're like, yeah, they, we got out. And like, and then, nope, oh, you're just shit. in another park. Yep. You the, dumb bitches. <laughs> I think Medieval World would be awesome. And um, it's like easy to do. There's been yeah. talk about HBO maybe um, being a little hesitant with that because they already have a Medieval thing. I don't think they'll do a whole season in Medieval World, but I can see them at least doing like an episode. I want there to be like a Zootopia type situation I where do. like they just travel between parks Oh, yeah. oh you, like get, you get a park hopper pass, you know? Yeah, and, man. <laughs> the uh, rail, you go wherever you want. No, yeah, be for awesome. a full day. I also think that like a World War would be an awesome park like idea, a, like a World War Two or World War One, World War Two, one of those. Like old, or even like, like, like old, old battle, revolutionary, yeah. that kind of thing. Well, they kind of they kind of did War, some, like yeah. reenactments that they would think people would pay for that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, granted, uh, the people who do that are probably not rich people. Oh, but something but like, you can uh, get like some Amazon World, like some sort of like third world. You just kind ship of thing. shit to <laughs> places all over the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you kind of get the civil world, corporate with world, West yeah. world. So, but I, like, I just think it'd be like to be able to participate in D Day would be a big attraction, and not die would be a big attraction. The, the, the problem is like that. That's one story, right? Like, the, yeah, the the West is like you know the Wild West or whatever is like this. Almost essentially just, you know, like Balls. a theme. Yeah. And then, like, you can build Do stories around it. To. Whereas, like, D-Day is this, you can't build, like, a whole, like, not everybody can participate in. Industrial Revolution, I actually think, would be cool. French Revolution. French Revolution. Uh, honestly, uh, Great Depression. Prohibition era. Now, oh, there's, gang- there's, gangster, gangster World, world has would. been talked about. Like, that this would idea be, of, I yeah. think that would be a really good. See, and I, and whenever, again, that's a theme of, like, you know. Whenever you, you talked about Medieval World, I, man. Could you imagine like a crossover? Westeros like, world? You could see like, you know, somebody like a Daenerys off in the background. Like they're doing actually a part of the Game of Thrones show that we've seen, you know, from season five or something like that. That would like be that. awesome. That would That'll be, be pretty cool. fucking incredible. Talking about you would pay to go fight in the Battle of Blackwater? Why not? Right? Hang out the wall for a few days. <laughs> take off. Man, Medieval World. The White Walkers be... are just hosts. Yeah. 
I have, well, all of them are hosts. Every oh, no. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> My brain already hurts. Walter Frey is the worst of all the hosts. Oh, God. Because he doesn't come back. I hate him. I'm trying to think if there's anything else just like crazy out there, but. I feel like oh oh there's been a prehistoric especially because Michael Crichton fuck that involved. Jurassic Park <laughs> I would fucking love what where so uh, he brought up a but point. see the whole point of like Westworld is to develop consciousness the in the humanity? host yeah like that I don't think that'll happen it, it would it would be cool but not in fucking uh, dinosaur times but Josh brought up we're a point while we're actual history what is in this, this? <laughs> the crudes whatever man it doesn't have to be historically accurate. Uh, just that's, kind of, that's the whole fucking point yeah, of the parks. No, it's not. I don't give a shit about history. Although I want to go I, in there. I do love the idea of Ford sitting down across from a Velociraptor and putting I, him in analysis whatever, mode. Whatever, man. Like, I want to fucking <laughs> tell me where it is. It's like, <laughs> drop the accent. Yes. Yes, Dr. Ford. Hello. I will pay, pay $10,000 a day to fuck a cave girl and hit a T-Rex in the face. <laughs> like, take it's my 40, fucking 000, money. 40000 by the way. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Oh, man. I'm rich. Let me punch a T-Rex. <laughs> Just, also, that show just becomes Terra Nova. At that Have you point. seen that kangaroo right. video? It's like that, but with a T Rex. The, the, the scene where Williams so walking, the scene where Williams walking through the getting his wardrobe done, and he has to choose between the, yeah. the hats. They just make him choose, but like, which fur would you prefer? Like, exactly, Barney or Fred? Let's go. <laughs> and then you oh got, my god, a Flintstones world! You just get clubs, and you just have to drag them around behind. Are you, you a white loincloth or a black loincloth? <laughs> black loincloth. I'm just, I'm saying. No, it would I mean be it would be so, it would be cool, but not cool to watch. It would be terrible. I don't. I I, I love Jurassic Park more than most people in this world. I fucking nah, love it, but I do not want be awesome. this show to be Jurassic Park for a season. Like it's How just, about it, pirates. Oh pirates goodness! Cool. Yes. See, will be off. there. Now we're talking. <laughs> Let's just uh, pick and choose our I, favorite shows. So we've done Boardwalk Empire. We've done Game of Thrones. Black Sails. We've done Black Sails. Right. Vikings. Viking era would be cool. Yeah, Viking world is a, is a very easy. <laughs> I, yeah, like that would be a route to go. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and also, I would actually see them doing that over like a medieval because it's not quite far, that far back. It would still have the same kind of grit and yeah. like fighting and stuff like that, but there won't be any kind of Game of Thrones. Like, I agree. Comparisons. Viking world is a very easy way to get out of that comparison. Well, now I want that um, and really cool. All right, the Minnesota Viking world. Yeah. <laughs> You just get to play football and then leave. Superhero you, world. Oh, no. Powers? Is that really uh, where you want to go? But Chuck not ruined shitty. It. <laughs> Chuck ruined you liked it until then, didn't you? What yep. are you gonna, and then Chuck ruined it. How are you going to do that? You're just going to give humans superpowers as they walk through the door? Just technology and shit. If we can fuck, <laughs> Here, you can fly if now. If we can, fuck if we can put a man on the <laughs> moon. <laughs> if I we like can, Josh, just the technology and shit, man. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. Just pump them, pump them full of the superpowers, and Chad then you get up. Fuck there. a cave girl while riding on the back of a T Rex. Because that's he's doable. the T Rex. Josh, yeah. get it right. You know how I'm going to do that? With technology, technology and shit. And shit. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I, I, feel, I feel like James Marsden would have to be in the superhero world as well. Yeah? He's in all the worlds, just being like, oh. Oh, he dies every God. time. <laughs> Uh, like every time he shows up, I hear womp womp womp. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> On that note, I bet we wrap it up. Let's do it.
Westworld's a good show. It's a fucking. If you've great watched show. this, uh, it, you should still watch it, I guess. But it's not going to be as exciting. It, it makes all the plot twists and Mr. Robot look like we wrote it, <laughs> which <laughs> is crazy because Mr. Robot is Re- also brilliant. It is. I need to finish that second season. Man, that that uh, reveal in that season still fucking blew my mind. Oh yeah, I'm gonna start watching that like tomorrow. No, that's not true. I work tomorrow. Thursday though, Mr. Robot. Somebody text me, remind me. No. no, no. Come on. No, we're gonna play a game. All right, you know what? Like a uh, pixel. We're going to play a game. <laughs> yeah, Pigsaw. I forgot about him. <laughs> you just got to gotta get one of those little wheelchairs that like animals have when they don't have back like hind legs. You just make it really uh, squeaky. Pigsaw is the potential name for my pig, by the way. Was that, that off air? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was whoops, off air. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that, that line kind of blurs, you know, a little. Yeah. It, this yeah. late at night, yeah. Yeah. It's almost 2 a.m., guys. It is uh, indeed. And with that. We bid you adieu. Hello, I'm Andrew House, CEO of Sony Interactive, and this has been another episode of the Free For All podcast. These wankers know you never listen to the end of this show, or any of it for that matter, so they had me use my abundantly charming voice to tell you that the show is over. You can reach them in various ways, but who really gives a shit? Again, you've already turned them off. I guess try at FFA Podcast. They probably won't respond, though, so who cares? In the meantime, here's some Britishy things to say. Wanker. Spotted dick. Fuck the Irish. Light my fag. Lift. Lou. And Fuzzy Winkle. Bye. Oh, and fuck you, Microsoft! <laughs> <laughs>